0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Patreon bonus time is here. That's right, we're talking about 1984's, we think, Alley Cat on uh, Kill Why Kill's Patreon. Hey there, hi there, ho there, everybody. It's your old pal Patrick Hamilton. I'm coming to you from the main streets of Los Angeles. Uh, And uh, Every other month, uh, Gina and I pick a movie that we want to talk about that we don't think anyone would care about on our main feed (laughs) and uh this month this was a movie we chose like a second after we did king kong um because the new bev in town uh had a showing of it and i looked at the trailer and i said i don't know what this is but we have to talk about it and so we did so you know of course there's only one person i trust that if i'm beating up some guys trying to steal my tires uh, out of the driveway. Uh, She'll, you know, just burst out the front door with a handgun and just start shooting at dude's crotches. The one, the only, Gina Radcliffe. How are you doing, Gina?
1: Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) pew.
0: Yeah, it's a bit more than a pew in this. Although (laughs) guns are deliciously absent from the vast majority of this film. It's something to be kicked out of someone's hand for the most part.
1: Yeah, there are, there are some uh, appreciating, you know, some choices in this that I really appreciate, oddly enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, yeah.
1: I, I do appreciate that, uh, despite the type of movie this is, it does not play into horrible racial stereotypes.
0: No, no. That,
1: uh, that all the gangs are just goofy white guys.
0: <laughs> there seems to be one Latina, uh, Latine fellow. Um, but he has just the same kind of wacky colored hair as another white guy. So, yeah, it doesn't really go that racist so, stereotype route that a death wish right. loves to do.
1: Just, you know, just a, just a motley collection of out of shape nerds.
0: <laughs> Very much so.
1: Who basically do nothing with their free time except sit around and wait for a woman to walk by that they can try to rape her.
0: Yes, uh oh, we will get to it. Um, <laughs> but I if you're wondering, like what kind of movie is this? Well, there's scant information about this motion picture. Uh just to give you a quick, you know, heads up, this is how IMDB uh describes the movie. A martial artist stops a street gang, and I'll put street gang in quotes because I don't think this is a, a gang, <laughs> but okay a street gang, from stealing her car. But her grandmother, actually it's her grandfather, ends up, uh, wait a second, the granddad shoots at them. The grandmother does end up getting killed by the same street gang. She witnesses firsthand how corrupt and inept law enforcement is, which is absolutely true, and decides to take matters into her own hands, which she absolutely does, and her feet. Um, Yeah, I don't know that I would describe this scuzzball quartet as a street gang. Like if they were, if they were, if you were to compare it, like the squad from death wish three would be a multinational corporation of crime. (laughs) If they're a street gang.
1: I mean, it's no wonder that they just like, you know, pick on old people and women because they're, they're not fighting other dudes. They're, no. just gonna, they're just gonna—they're just gonna no. get their ass kicked over and over and over again.
0: No, the the town is full of very inept kung fu artists. Uh, if if Alley Cat is to be believed about what Hollywood was like in 1984,
1: <laughs> a, very, um, a very empty Hollywood.
0: Oh yes. Oh my God. If it were like this again, the, the only time I've saw, seen it this empty was COVID. Like- it's, like, it's
1: a post-apocalyptic Hollywood.
0: April 2020 was you could drive down Santa Monica Boulevard and it was like this deserted. But, um, yeah, it's pretty wild. um, It's a a
1: Hollywood so deserted that you could just like, you know, try to drag women, you know, off the street into a, you know, into a bus shelter and like no one sees you.
0: (laughs) No. And the, the one of the things that I appreciate and I, you know, we talked about this a lot with Friday the 13th is. The night is dark, and while that doesn't make perhaps the most cinematic look, I do appreciate that if I'm supposed to be frightened and I can't see what's out there, like there's no help for this girl if she gets into the middle of a tussle, she's going to have to fight her way out of it. And every single time she does by flipping around and kicking some dude in the face, like Chuck Norris.
1: Like one dude, she just like stomps around his crotch a couple of times, which like, I-, I found that incredibly satisfying.
0: Perhaps the best ending to any fight in the entire movie is that guy who you're desperate to see someone sooner or later get their their nards mangled. And finally, she just takes to that guy's package five or six times straight up.
1: Yeah, it's great. In In, in current events, it's pretty satisfying.
0: <laughs> I think that this is it, worth your watch. We'll just skip straight ahead. We're pro Alley Cat on this, on this podcast. Yeah,
1: believe it or not, you're going to be watching it. And yeah, it it does get a little rapey. Yes. Uh, but I, it's just, a, it has a scuzzy charm to it that I found <laughs> really entertaining. And, yes. and I, I do like, you know, you can definitely you know, see the seams of it's it. It's very
0: handmade. Yeah, um,
1: I, I think my favorite part is... <laughs> When the gang shows back up to to kill her grandparents, and, and let uh-huh. me see, this gang is so tough. They literally just go up and stab an old lady. That, that's, their, that's after their, trying
0: to grab groceries, but
1: that's their <laughs> tough the guy. That's their tough guy move. And and you can see as soon like the camera has not even moved away from the old lady, and just you see her kind of slowly sitting down. <laughs> like, because they're supposed to like cut back to her to like like collapse on the street, and she's just like, oh, "All right, hold on, I'm gonna sit down right, hold now." <laughs>
0: okay, let's. I'm gonna lo- I'm gonna lower myself, everyone. All right, I can do this.
1: And, and they stab her. She's she just kind of like, "Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oof." Um. So let's go, because we could just like randomly talk about it. But I do feel like there's some joy in in how this film, which has no less than three directors. And it is my personal belief, based on no information whatsoever, that this film was probably made three times,
1: <laughs> and, and, because, just kind of, and just kind of like spliced together.
0: Yes, they they made three separate motion pictures and started combining them into one, including a a bar fight scene, which changes bars mid fight
1: (laughs) well it's our classic uh you know there's 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 three different movies happening here too like not just not just that they were made at different times just you know three different plots that are just sort of barely strung together yes yeah you've got this you know oddly charming love story um
0: (laughs) You're not, giving it more of the benefit of the doubt than I am, but okay. Well,
1: well yeah. Um, you, well, I, I will say it's unique in that they both make it to the end of the movie alive.
0: Oh like, yeah, because like I thought I, he was dead. Next.
1: Yeah, I was certain he was going to get killed off, and he he did not. Um, <laughs> uh, you've got you know, you've got your classic you know you uh, uh, you vendetta movie, and then you've mm-hmm. got you know, taking down police corruption.
0: <laughs> yes. Which is a whole thing unto itself, and not only police, but the entire uh, you know court system. They the go whole after system's a out of
1: order. <laughs> oh, and also you also have a women in prison movie too. For very yes,
0: <laughs> and you're like that. Seems like it's too much movie. Don't worry, this film is one reel. It is eighty minutes and change. So you're not committing a lot of time to this motion picture. It, it just uh, breezes along. Um uh, may it's, it's like a if you took a bunch of different kinds of kids trains and all linked them together like it it starts with a thomas the tank engine and then it's something from harry potter and then it's from some sort of amtrak you know airways looking thing they're all linked under one engine that is alley cat it's just hauling them janky rumbling everywhere Half the time, shit's falling out of, uh, of the train carts. Like it just, it just ambles along in a, at a, a delightful pace for the most part. <laughs> so let's start at the beginning. We, we have our hero. Her name is Billy. She's got a modified bowl cut. She is, I wouldn't say conventionally attractive, she's certainly a very striking looking woman
1: it's but, a little it's a little bit of an ask to to believe that she's supposed to be twenty
0: i I'll give you that she is very spry however like all of the for the most part karate she's asked to do I'll <laughs> put karate in dick fingers um but she's as good at it as, like Chuck Norris is at his laziest um she's she's uh, there are better kung fu artists ever portrayed on film but to this woman's credit uh she made one more movie and then married a very successful producer and never acted again so well, good for her. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a real good for her moment but anyways uh billy is asleep on her grandparents couch we never hear about what her parents have done or are doing or why she is living on their couch. What her plan is. She's just Gen X in it right on that couch. <laughs> she receives a phone call from what appears to be Mrs. Doubtfire next door. Who informs her that a couple of guys are stealing her tires. She goes out to confront them. And they basically instantly get hard-ons. <laughs> and this rush of blood to their penises seems to delude them into how easy a time they're going to have uh, with her, including at moments when they're fighting her, swinging a tire iron, not so much at her, but well above her head.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I get... Woo. Sorry, it's storming here. Uh, oh. Ooh. Um, so yeah, the these like again, these dudes could not confront another gang of men. They have <laughs> right. no, they, they have no choice but to pick on women and old ladies.
0: Yeah, uh, and it gets worse for them. Not only are they kicked in the face, kicked in the sternum, uh, karate punched to the solar plexus multiple times, but then Grandpa comes out and he's had a fucking gun this whole time. He shoots at the ground once and they scatter. And then the two of them then approach what appears to be the big bad of this operation. He's got a giant scar in his face. He likes to wear a lot of gold adornments to his leather jacket. And you're right. He does have a really badass name. Phil Phil but, the band guy.
1: But, but if you look at it, but you look at it his police record, his nickname is, in fact, Scarface. Scarface,
0: yeah. And oh, his last that. name is Krug, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Krug of Last House on the Left fame. But everyone everyone in this fucking movie refers to him by the badass moniker, and my apologies to all Phil's, Phil. <laughs>
1: I, I do like that. Uh, that Phil's most often repeated bit of dialogue is "Drive, asshole," <laughs>
0: <laughs> or "Shut the fuck up."
1: Um, I also which... like that that we are introduced to him with a a, a topless lady beside him. Uh, <laughs> she says she at one point interrupts their conversation. They're having to say that she has to go pee. He mm-hmm. says, "So go pee." She's like, "You bastard!" And I'm like, <laughs> I don't
0: know what he said. Uh, Yeah, I mean, she's like, I have to pee. He's like, okay, go do it. And he's like, you bastard, like, you have a ton of blankets on you. Just like, pick up one of the fucking blankets. Like, I'll grant you he's an asshole. But her revenge on him, apparently, is to inform him that she has the clap. And there's. And it's treated like a
1: real. Yes.
0: I mean, you would think that the audience would be going, ooh, if this were filmed in front of a live audience, which is the only thing this movie hasn't been filmed in front of. <laughs> to get their revenge, Phil dolls himself up in his favorite decorated um, leather jacket. He's He's got a toothpick in his mouth, and his big revenge plot is to just seek out these grandparents and steal their groceries. But as Gina noted, um, somehow this is foiled and he ends up uh, just knifing the grandma in the stomach. And she lightly sits down because it's been a fucking day.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, mood.
0: (laughs) And then these guys get in their beat up shitter and head South Almost running over a bunch of children who stopped them like, hey, we're playing soccer here. And then they drive through them and they kind of like throw a stick at the car. And one of the guys in the car is like, hey, we should go beat up those small children. Right, Phil? And he's like, no. <laughs> we, we've had a night, everyone. We've killed the grandmother. We can't add on by beating up children. That doesn't make us tougher. But yeah. Uh Billy then shows up to the hospital in what can only be described as a skirt made of curtains.
1: And like and she's got like the kind of like like fetish knee socks on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> like the kind of thing you like, you know, like Roman wears when she's supposed to wear like a Catholic schoolgirl uniform.
0: Yeah. And she's got a grown-out Prince Valiant that seems <laughs> to get shorter and longer depending on the moment. Again the movie may have been made three times see she also uh bumps a door into a policeman uh pretty much busting his nose and she spends the next 5 minutes telling him that she she is sorry is this woman canadian is this the only los angeles born canadian uh,
1: there's, there's there's some parts of this that feel a little a little canadian
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh and her her, like, her
1: her breaking this man's nose. He's he he's instantly besotted with her. Yes. as as all as all great romances start out.
0: Yeah, this she causes two reactions. I want to fall in love with you and marry you, or time to rape you in a park. There's really no in between. She doesn't exist in a liminal space at any point in this movie. There's just two roads ahead of you, and the the road most often taken is. Time for rape in a park,
1: a, a park that no one is 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 ever in, uh, and all that takes place there is rapes.
0: Yeah, right.
1: It's just called it's, it, it, it's just called rape park.
0: <laughs> um, you again read my mind. I wrote down rapist park, but I think we're in the same same part of town. Um, we this cop ends up being Johnny um Johnny is a guy who you've seen like he's like a that guy he's really been like in a ton of shit um an actor by the name of Robert Torty and like he was in soap operas and he's been on TV and he shows up here and there um but he is basically a puppy dog throughout this with a badge
1: yeah he's like the the uh you know, the, the, the well-meaning rookie who, you know, just trying to do the right thing. Which, again, is amazing that he survives to the
0: end of the movie. Yeah. Like he really has a target on his back throughout the majority of this motion picture. But it turns out that he has a fabulous house that has a pool that's on a an elevated balcony. Like, there's no fucking way this guy has this house overlooking the Hollywood Hills. It's fucking insane. I agree with Billy. He can't afford this house, but that's okay because he also lives in a shitty apartment and the movie cannot decide where he lives.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you would think they would settle on that at some point.
0: Yes, uh, unless he just has one apartment that he exclusively uses for champagne and showers.
1: I mean... You know, that's the height. You'll do that. and That's not how it is in Los Angeles.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Um, later, uh, Billy, after refusing many of Johnny's advances, returns home to the grandparents. Um, I believe this is after the funeral, and she's this is after she goes on an Arby's date with Granddad. Uh, she laces up her shoes to go David. running.
1: Granddad, who even before Grandma gets stabbed, seems clinically depressed.
0: Yeah, he's he, having he, a rough time.
1: He's just kind of sitting there with the head hanging down. You know, he's he's you know, you know, he answers questions with monosyllabic answers.
0: Yeah, he just he's out of it. The, the The air is out of the room on that one. But I've rarely seen a motion picture in which a camera person is unable to keep up with the movement of someone leaning over to tie their shoelaces. <laughs> and yet here, the camera's jostling, rack focusing back and forth. They can't quite, they're not sure. It's, it seems like it's camera rehearsal, and then they ran out of film to film the rest of the sequence.
1: Well, then we ran into it again. The, the The You want to do this again? Nope, that's nope, good. We'll leave it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. So here's a little hint for everyone. Don't jog in Rapist Park West. Uh, This particular rapist park is MacArthur park, which we've seen in many a film uh, covered on the show. Um, But uh, Billy ends up hearing someone crying for help. And so she goes over to a little lean to barbecue pit where she finds two guys, uh, one of whom was trying to steal her tires earlier. So the, the entire LA basin is being run by this one rapist gang. And, She spends a good three minutes just smacking him in the face with the bottom of her shoe. (laughs) And finally, at the end of it all, she pulls out a gun that her grandfather insisted she bring. She shoots the the dirt, forces the guys to give this rape victim a dime, and she goes and calls the police. Two hours later, the cops show up, and guess what? They're one of them is the guy who wants to sleep with her once and marry her. And the other one uh, is the worst cop of all time, which is really saying something.
1: I'm not quite sure what the end game is in in you know, arresting people for stopping crimes. Yeah. <laughs> i i don't i i I get that the the cop is corrupt and the judge is corrupt and the system is corrupt but i i I guess unless they're all supposed to be on the take from the gang i i not i i don't quite understand the concept of punishing people for stopping crime
0: yes i i don't either but he this one cop Boyle is really put out about having to show up here. And he basically goes, you don't have a, you don't have a quote permit, not a permit, a permit. And all three of the directors behind the camera are like, perfect. No take two nailed it in one. And she's in the park after it's supposed to be closed. (laughs) So she's trespassing and he fucking arrests her with the two rapists. And I mean, fuck the police.
1: (laughs) Well, yes, but (laughs) (laughs) very timely alley cat.
0: Yes, very timely. Um, uh, Billy is then put into a local lockup in the Hollywood division and a prison guard enters the lockup, does not close the door behind her. Now, I'm not a prison expert. (laughs) But usually you lock doors behind you when you enter a jail facility. I don't mean to mansplain jails to this female bailiff, but uh, that I would write her up for that one. Anyways, it turns out that Billy has been bailed out. Uh, and she's been bailed out by Johnny with Rick, who has an heir to him. That does not so much scream businessman unless his business is located inside the Regal Beagle.
1: <laughs> is that the uh, the defense attorney?
0: No, that's the bail guy who's wearing velour.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I thought A you were velour
0: talking- smoking jacket to bail someone out of jail
1: yeah because there's also the, de- the defense attorney and then there's also the 12 year old prosecutor
0: <laughs> kid prosecutor one of my favorite characters we will get to him um but before this happens another movie is taking place in which they are burying grandma and everyone is wearing black with the exception of johnny who wore all brown all like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. he's brown from the top of his head to the bottom of his shoes, baby.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man. Uh, later, <laughs> as these scenes just seem to to topple out of the motion picture. um the guy with the mustache and the rotted teeth, who I believe is Gouger, but I can't who these people are I, I know he's got gross teeth and a mustache but he goes to phil and says oh my god we were caught in the park i got out of jail but our other gang member did not we need to do something about this and phil's like come over here come over here and they go to the edge of this building which is right off the 101 freeway and you have a Unbroken three-minute conversation with freeway traffic behind them that just really adds to the dynamic tension of the scene. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I couldn't figure out who Arby's woman was. Is she a sister? Is she a cousin? Was she Mrs. Doubtfire from the beginning, where she lives in a different building next door I, I, I just to the think house? It's
1: like her like her neighbor and friend. You talk about the kind of the, the you you talk about like the kind of chubby woman, right?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I,
1: she's I think she's just her neighbor.
0: Okay, uh, she goes off for a full minute about how the grocery store wouldn't give her free boxes. Meanwhile, Billy is crying as she's packing up her grandmother's things, and she's like, "Oh, don't don't be sad, honey." Like. Allow her to be fucking sad. She just buried her grandmother who her, was stabbed.
1: I was going to say her grandmother who was stabbed to death. <laughs> it's not like she died peacefully in her sleep. And this was you know, totally expected.
0: She spent the night in jail from foiling a rape attempt and goes right from that to her grandmother's funeral. And you're like, boy, I had a hard time getting boxes to pack up all your grandmother's shit. She'll never need because she lives in the ground now. Stop crying. <laughs> Jesus So we barrel out of this To Billy once again Deciding The the moon is high Time to hit the Rapist Park East jogging route And just Beat the fuck out of another dude Wearing a sweatsuit Who just Is a real Take your headphones out I need to ask you a question sort of guy
1: Well every man in this in in this movie it, it sort of implies that they're they're just kind of waiting around mm-hmm. for someone for 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 the opportunity to rape someone to arise right now i i don't you i i have no idea how a rapist's mind works but i i think i don't know that they just they, they do just tend to hang around i i, I don't know <laughs> it, it's but like like this guy was like oh there's one just kind of like starts jogging after her you know i mean yeah. like like I mean, it also helps that she's the only person in the park.
0: <laughs> yes. She's the like only female time, every, within 50 every, miles of this irradiated yeah. park. Yeah.
1: And she and she seems to be determined to go jogging in this particular park, even though she can't get through it without someone trying to put their hands on her every fucking night.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, There's for just me, honestly, never an think- opportunity where someone is not actively trying to rape her
1: right like i think for me you get like you know you, you a place gets one shot <laughs> and, and you know if, if i do not feel safe i will not return
0: yes but she sort of has a chip on her shoulder or she's in i wouldn't say she's certainly not inviting rape attempts but i think there's a part of her well, that feels bit, that because the, she you know, can fight back she's not in any real danger but I would argue she keeps getting hit and smacked around and driven to the ground. Like she's only like one bad bump on the head away from being unable to fight back.
1: Right. Well, I think it's a little, you, you probably, you know, since there's, there doesn't seem to be kind of a, a you know, agreement on when this movie actually was released. Um,
0: right.
1: <laughs> I do think it is, it does bear uh, some resemblance to Ms. 45. Mm. Uh, where, again, you know, her, it, that's a, you know, pretty much a straight rape revenge movie. Yes. And where a woman has the worst day of her life. She's actually raped <laughs> twice in one day by two yes. different people. Uh, which she's
0: not being actively sexually harassed. yeah,
1: Right. Uh, but she, up to a point where she basically instigates a mass shooting, which, <laughs> is, which is pretty horrifying uh, when mm. you look at it from a modern perspective. Yeah. Um, she does sort of—I uh, don't know how to put this—not sound insensitive. She sort of draws men out with the express intent of killing them, yes. and and I I sort of think that's kind of what Billy is doing here. She she you know I know better going to come after me, so you know I'm going to use that excuse just beat the shit out of whichever one you know decides to cross my path tonight. Yeah, but she's doing it with her bare hands. She does not have a gun.
0: Yes. No, while other people are, are able to pull entire chains out of just the pocket of their jeans. She doesn't I thought at, well, at some point she's gonna have like brass knuckles or something, but no, she is the lethal weapon, baby, and she ends up clocking this dude, but good, but not stopping his balls. I wanted more ball stuff. Yeah, we only got that one time, it.
1: but we but you know what? What we got was pretty excellent.
0: True. Um, And then I know what the audience is saying to themselves, but Patrick, Gina, are we going to have a flirting by fighting sequence that's better than 2004's Daredevil? Yes, I'm still not happy about it. Um, Johnny takes Billy to a karate studio to show off. Apparently, he is unaware of her karate prowess. And thinks, "Oh, I'm gonna just flip you around," and she ends up curb stomping this fucker <laughs> to the point where he's like, "Marry me!"
1: Yeah, yeah he's just like, he's like, you know, he we it's like we were talking about with Drake and Vasquez in the aliens episode, you know? Yeah, she smacks her around a, little, a couple of times. He is in love.
0: <laughs> he really is, and he's like, "This was a great workout. Let's go back to one of my two places—the <laughs> shitty apartment place." And let's both shower individually, but you can disrobe in front of an open door and then I can act shocked when I have to hand you a towel. Like I, I don't quite understand this. He is wearing a very short robe for a man. I I will say this not to put gender roles on this because who really cares, but it's a, it's a robe not meant for a man, his size. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It's
1: a little, a little skimpy, a little skimpy.
0: A little skimpy it's you i not to bring the same joke up again but you have to have two haircuts to wear a robe that short <laughs> we we did not get that manscaped uh deal everyone we nope. did not sell enough clippers.
1: we blew that one big time
0: uh our audience not into shaving their privates uh they'll like it uh, loose and rambly i'm gonna
1: say they prefer the natural look
0: that's right Um, so he decides my seduction technique will be to deny you a towel, which is just, if you invite someone over for a shower, you better be prepared to give them a a towel. Secondly, he pops champagne that has a plastic cork, Gina.
1: (laughs) The classiest.
0: Way to go all out. Um, champagne, the beer of karate. (laughs) And then he and her kiss and it's like two Roger Moores just smashing their lower faces while never, ever opening their mouths, just smashing tight lipped faces together.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I said earlier that it was a somewhat surprisingly charming, you know, romantic subplot. I, I'd, I'd say it's charming for the fact that they have absolutely no chemistry.
0: No, no, they, they do not. They are attractive people who don't, who never exude any amount of, boy, I'd like to see those two do it. No, uh-uh, not once. She she
1: <laughs> you know, He's in love with her. She thinks he's all right. You know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's a it's a Tuesday like it's it's no stopping a rapist in a park but it'll do is the vibe that we're getting from her.
1: Yeah, he's like, I love you, marry me. She's like, Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Which is but it's definitely like something you want to hear when you propose marriage to someone. Yeah. it's sort of like it, it, it's it's sort it's sort of like it's sort of like I love you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Ditto. Is the vibe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: Might as well.
1: Yeah, I love you. I'm glad you have feelings. That's great.
0: (laughs) Meanwhile, master villain Phil Phil. um, visits the future set of Prince of
1: Darkness.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure it's the exact set of Prince of Darkness, but it it sure as fuck looks like it. And he he scrambles up uh, the fire escape to both furtively try to open a locked door and then go back outside to crawl in a window to, um, basically muscle this rape victim who was saved by Billy into not showing up for court. And, um, this is where the rapiness of it is at its maximum, which is weird for a very rapey movie.
1: Yeah. You don't. Know, it's nobody can, you know, nothing is, um, Completed, I guess, lack lack of better words. Everything it's they're always stopped in the middle, but you know there's a lot of you know uh, you uh, extraneous toplessness.
0: Oh yes, no everyone. If you can be topless, you are topless in this motion picture. I'm surprised Grandma doesn't get on get in on the,
1: (laughs) the trend. Just comes out of the shower. Hi, Billy.
0: Yeah. Uh, Her and the girl who works at Arby's, the only two women featured in this film who are not topless. Um, I I have a technical question with uh, Phil and the gang. How do you turn constant rape and murder into dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign?
1: Well, that's what I was talking about with, you know, I I, I think that the movie is trying to suggest that this is all some sort of, thing like where mm. like the, the 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 gangs and the cops and the the, the justice system are all sort of working together mm. and so you know that because the judge and the or at least this specific judge and these cops are trying to actively discourage people from stopping crime it's so Phil's gang can commit more crimes. Right. But but their crimes seem to be you know you know stealing tires and stabbing old ladies, and, right, and yeah. I'm not sure where the 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 dollar value in that
0: is. I I just don't know how it's all adding up to successful street gang levels. I don't know how you're passing. You can't just do more crime and like how do you make money volume? That's not really how crime works. As but who knows at late the very last thing is like oh they sell uh drugs at this one corner and like but they haven't been to that corner at any point in time previously they're
1: too too busy raping (laughs) i mean there's only there's only like five people in this gang
0: yeah Like, they spend their days stealing tires and at night, maybe they'll go sell some drugs. That's kind of like a you got to be available to make money sort of deal. Not that I'm an expert on selling drugs. Please, drug selling experts, weigh in now. Call us and let us know.
1: We need clarification. Uh,
0: Back in court, um, ADA small child uh, has just learned that his key witness in this rape trial has decided to skip town. And uh, the two guys who should be convicted of that end up pleading guilty to trespassing and public intoxication. This sends uh, Billy over the edge. And this is a, a judge that she's already appeared from for the, the permitless gun incident. And so when she's like this fucking sucks this is stupid why aren't you convicting these guys this trial's a sham you're out of order you're out of order this whole court's out of order and the and the judge's like 30 day, days in jail baby, hit the bricks and how are the rape and tire theft twins affording a real attorney I
1: and again it's like are they are, is he in on it too
0: <laughs> I think I think so maybe that it gets passed up to him at some point. I, it's alluded later on. Johnny finds evidence in which he presents in an envelope that with the sun behind him passes through the envelope and you can tell it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> it says, I have evidence here of you doing all this stuff. And the judge is like, uh, uh, well, maybe we can find a way to get Billy out of jail. And he goes, Well, I just recorded this conversation, which would be inadmissible in court. So now I got you over a barrel, baby. And but we'll get there.
1: And and we uh, and we uh, uh, Billy is saved from a a sexy hairstyling sesh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But there's so there's so much more to get through just in this sequence, because Boyle, the guy who's Johnny's uh, corrupt partner. follows him down in an elevator down to the courtroom parking garage that has one car in it and five trash cans that they can throw each other into and he's like why are you trying like your career is gonna be dirt uh i'm gonna ruin you he's like stop talking about my dad and they get into a fist fight and this is where i began to look at the television i'm like did Danny McBride find a time machine and head back to this motion picture to portray Boyle? <laughs> Cause he's very Danny McBride. Like if I found out he was Danny McBride's dad, I would be like, that makes sense. It's
1: like, huh, called it.
0: <laughs> and just when you thought this movie can't get any better. I just watched a, a middle-aged man and a guy who can't fight. Fight for five straight minutes in an it empty does, parking it lot. And just
1: making noise like like they're lifting first, like,
0: ooh.
1: And, uh, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this, the entire thing sounds like a chain restaurant where all the dads have been asked to stand up at once.
1: <laughs> like, like, you just expect one of his loud exertion fart. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like
0: <laughs> <"Ugh."> <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Um, it's, a, it's a bunch of dads just finishing Thanksgiving dinner
0: like, oh, boy, picking myself up from the bar. Um, let me let me let me
1: open up my belt here. Oh, <laughs> All right. Now I'm ready.
0: This movie then puts it into a different gear and you're like, but how can it? It's been so amazing already. But I haven't told you that there's a prison volleyball scene. <laughs> prison. volleyball. Prison. Girls. Prison. Volleyball. And all the sexiness that that brings to the table, because they are wearing potato sacks as prison uniforms.
1: They're wearing potato sacks in this scene, but then like she, Johnny visits her in the, in the, in the, the jail She Mm -hmm. comes in and she's like, she's she's dressed like Joan Jett. She's got like (laughs) she's got like the cutoff like muscle tee on and like like a headband.
0: (laughs) Keep going on tour. (laughs) Maybe maybe we don't know what the the this prison schedule is. They already get rooftop volleyball. So who knows what it's like. They also shower in a hallway, which I found fantastic, and, and they
1: get they get their own personal shampoo bottles of shampoo, which I don't think that's how prison works.
0: <laughs> I don't think the uh, I, three I think, filmmakers who were involved in this have any idea how prison works. I, that I, is I don't think you get sure.
1: f- full size bottles of uh, of, of Pral.
0: <laughs> um. Oh, my God. Uh, now, this person, this person who uh, was defending Billy's honor on the volleyball court turns out to be her roomie in the jail cell. And turns out that Xena Prison Princess used to be a hairdresser and a masseuse, And yes, she does try to seduce Billy, who never just says, hey, I'm not into this and I understand you may be, but I am not. It just keeps, she just keeps not doing anything to the point where she's like, just stop. And the prison princess is like, I'm going to force you up against these prison bars. And then Billy's like, all right, you asked for it. And then she just wallops on her for a full minute and says, stop.
1: And, and get, that's it. And that's get, it for everyone. Get, get, again, guess that sound effect of someone hitting a side of beef where he's like, oh. <laughs> 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 but they're, fr- I, they're friends by the time but, but when, when Billy gets out of jail.
0: Oh, when they get out of jail, it's like they've they've bonded. <laughs> this what what kept what, what was really separating them actually brought them closer together. I also wish, and this is the thing that sucks. In the six years we've been doing this, one of the things I used to do was screen grab a bunch of stuff. If I was streaming it. And now you can't do that anymore. It doesn't matter what fucking site it is. They just won't allow you to take screen grabs. Which sucks. Because there's so much shit. I would love to share with people. And have them end up watching Alley Cat. I wish I could examine every poster. On this prison cell wall. Every single one of them. It's a banquet for the eyes. But the thing that really set me. I could not figure out for the life of me. It looks like. Four squares of sushi roll colored carpet stacked on top of one another next to two joints. And I don't know <laughs> what the fuck that is. If it's weed, it's the craziest looking weed I've ever seen in my life. It looks like a it looks like a, a charcoal briquette. I don't I don't it's it's there's rounded off squares. It doesn't make any sense to be weed. Uh yeah. Uh, I could have spent all day in that prison cell with those two, just hearing the stories, the times they shared. But before you know it, Johnny has forced a judge to reveal his corrupt nature and Billy is bounced. And then she says goodbye to everyone. And they're all like, we'll miss you playing volleyball. And Billy's like, goodbye suckers. Like you don't have to be a dick. Exactly. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, this is where you kind of like Billy. Come on, man you, you you don't know that half those people r- are really deserve to be in jail. Don't don't be a dick. You didn't deserve to be in jail.
1: Exactly.
0: But we immediately go from this to the most gauzy, Vaseline covered lens I've ever seen. Like if there were more gauze on this lens, it would be opaque. Are are Johnny and Billy fucking in the spaceship from two thousand and one? It's a legit question.
1: I mean, I think that's just you know that that that's class to them. It's very classy to have that.
0: Um, so this is when I began to ask, like, is this is this the place where he lives? Is it the house with the balcony and the pool in the back, or is it the lousy apartment building where they took a shower? Because I, th- I
1: think this place is supposed to be the, uh, the 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 good place, the nice place.
0: I, it looks like the shitty place because it has the same shitty white walls. Whereas when you're at the the place with the pool on the balcony, that's very wood covered. Mm. Um, but I don't know. The movie can't decide. So uh, anyways, um, Phil or not Phil, Johnny has a plan and his plan is he's got a bead on a local prostitute who is a known associate of Phil and he's going to, and, and how he refers to this plan is I'm going to wait for miss whore to show me where they hang out. And it's kind of like,
1: like Johnny, come on. Johnny,
0: don't be an asshole, man. You don't have, you don't have to be an asshole. Um, and he's like, let's move in together. And I wrote down, he's dead meat, And he, Manages to live basically by constantly staying out of the action.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's always, he's always like there, like, like a minute after everything has happened.
0: Right. Um, So he meets up with this hooker, um, this sex worker, um, and he lures her back to her place. (laughs) Ends up handcuffing her after she's taken her top off, finds drugs in her phone. As you do, always look in your phone for drugs, everybody. But that wasn't really what drew me to this scene because in the background, to the left of her bed, appears to be the most insane lamp I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, what is that lamp?
0: So I kept scr- scrubbing back and forth, trying to get a close up of this lamp because at first it just looks like her. A, a prostitute outside, leaning against the lamp, in the same colored dress <laughs> that she's wearing in the scene.
1: Now, see, I thought it was some sort of like weird monkey.
0: It turns out it is a weird monkey, but it is a monkey prostitute. Because it's very clear <laughs> that this monkey is on the street corner, dressed to the nines, waiting for John's. It, it just.
1: So what? What's the? uh What's the weirder? what's the weirder sex worker oriented prop prop this or uh the daughter's weird little saloon gal doll in uh, in abbyville too
0: oh they're they're running neck and neck because uh, that one's completely odd because she it, it, like that's the only random toy in her entire and she's, al- and she's only she's only she's
1: only to be like 15 or something like that right
0: so it's like something she's had forever, but who would give her an S&M dressed, you know, rag doll. But this pro- monkey sex worker lamp seems a deliberate choice. And she's walking around dressed in the same colored dress as her lamp. It, it, oh, it is fucking wild. I just... Could not believe it.
1: So I did find um one shot of the uh the jail scene, uh, the, the the jail cell. Mm. And the the woman, it's a it's a picture of the woman who hits on her. Mm-hmm. And she has on the wall behind her what looks like a bumper sticker that says, Don't hit me, my lawyer's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: this is this is what I love about movies like this where they just didn't fucking care because it's just so revealing there's like we need shit on the wall and the guy goes I have a whole trunk full of shit and they put <laughs> it all over the wall it just doesn't make any goddamn sense and that's what i like about it like i you just don't get this nowadays it's it's like, <laughs> like they people- it's like
1: they peeled it off someone's uh, someone's car and stuck it
0: on a wall right um so we interrupt this weird hostage scene between a uh, person who is not a plain plain clothes cop but is just like working off the books and Billy who's now hit up Rapist Park North and she is just w- jogging along and two people two guys just see her and park their car and like we got to, this is too good. We got to rape this girl. And she just outruns one of them completely. And then the other one. Yeah,
1: the one is like, like literally just like.
0: <sighs> with beer in hand. Like he, he never lets go of that beer until it's punched out of his hand. Uh, the other one reasonably keeps up and then kind of like hits a, a bathroom and yells out. Where the hell are you? Why would she fucking tell you? Why would? Yeah, I was thinking about
1: that. She would be like, over here.
0: (laughs) This dude didn't look because he came armed with a full ass chain in his pocket. And yet he was able to keep up with her. And uh, as we mentioned before, he receives at least five to six nut kicks.
1: Not even kicks just stomps.
0: I mean, it's, it. she kicks his nuts so hard, they probably came out the back. That's, and I'm all here for it. I was standing up in my seat applauding to no one just because <laughs> I was happy. And in the middle of this, quite like at the beginning of the podcast, there's Friday the 13th thunder. And then you're like, what? Why does it need to rain? Probably because they filmed the second night of beating up his, his cohort when it had just rained and they had to fucking explain the rain somehow.
1: (laughs) And everybody's just like, what was that? I mean, (laughs) it it does thunderstorm there occasionally. Does it
0: not? Yeah. We, we get rain. Uh, We don't get enough of it as you might've heard, but it is rarer to hear thunder and lightning noises. That's, that's kind of like, that doesn't happen as often, let's say But she beats the fuck out of him She pushes him down a hill And again, standing ovation And then she stands at the top of it In the best lit scene of the entire movie And just yells down at him Don't mess with girls in the park It's not nice
1: Yeah, well, that just kind of sends them rolling Wee
0: Gina <laughs> I say this a lot but I think we have to do it. This is a t-shirt. <laughs> I need mean, this represented her standing at the top of the hill with no face, just her figure standing at the top of it. And underneath it, don't mess with girls in the park. It's not nice.
1: <laughs> or he said, I have decided that you're not very nice.
0: <laughs> well, I want to keep it. I want to keep it you know, accurate to Alley Cat because that is the Bible to me. Um, I, I I'm, I might follow through on this one. Um, this will, this t-shirt will not sell. It won't sell one fucking t-shirt that I'm not buying, but it might have to happen. <laughs> uh, I wrote down how many living environments does Johnny have? Um, so, Johnny comes home, says, I figured it out. Uh, I know where they're, they're, they're hanging out. There's this one house that's off of Santa Monica and um, I'm going to go rouse them when I'm on duty uh, tonight. And I start at midnight and she's like, "Mm "Hmm." she waits a half a second and then goes over to that backyard and beats the fuck out of these two guys. One of whom mustache rotted teeth guy just throws his compatriot at her and says, good luck and gets into a car and takes off.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They don't really do a very good for a gang. They don't do a really good job of stepping up and defending each other.
0: No, they, they really, they,
1: they they really do a, a, you know, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a YP approach to, uh, you know, you confronting danger.
0: She ends up uh, getting some information that another gang member is hanging out at a bar. So she goes back to a home. I'm not sure which one, but um, she gets the, the, the most fun jumpsuit that she has. And while this other gang member is chatting up a very disinterested uh, bar fly, she, attempts to light a cigarette and then commences to beat the holy fuck out of him for two full minutes. Now, this is intercut with uh gawkers reacting from a completely different bar.
1: <laughs> oh, I love the, the the uh the uh, ADR in this is 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 uh is great <laughs> where you have like, "Hey, what's going on?"
0: <laughs> yeah. Because these two scenes were never meant to be next to one another they seem to have like their solution was i don't know we'll go to two different bars and the left bar is lit completely different than the right side of the bar they don't have anything to do with one another and then finally uh some guy shows up with a pool cue is like please stop beating up this patron and she ends up choking him with that pool cue and is like where are the other guys where's Phil (laughs) and he sells drug on this corner. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, okay. So now, Billy goes back to Gramps' place, and she changes outfits yet again. She kind of makes it look like maybe she's an elderly person hoping. That they'll try to mug her
1: oh, it's, because it's, they it's, love
0: to stab old people, it's, I guess. It's, it's
1: Thursday. It's mugging night. You know. It's mugging night. Wednesdays is rape night.
0: I wish I had as much passion for anything as Billy does stuffing a brown bag with random shit from the kitchen into it.
1: She's spaghetti.
0: <laughs> sauce. She's very determined to put random shit in that bag because... That's what we need. It's verisimilitude for this ruse to take place. Um, that being said, <laughs> they immediately spot her and are like, "That's that's the girl. That's the girl who's been beating us up all over town." And so they decide to confront her. They drive around her in a in, in an abandoned lot, and then she runs into an abandoned building, and they miss each other for about three minutes. And finally, mustache, rotted teeth guy catches up to her upstairs and she beats the holy hell out of him, eventually tossing him out the second story gaping hole in a wall. And he falls down, not to his death, but to his, I'm done for now.
1: (laughs) I'm just going to, I'm just going to lay here for a little while.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Phil, uh, takes out his knife and is like you and me baby we're going to knife town and she kicks him in the face a whole bunch of times and finally he's like fuck this noise he gets in a car and backs up for reasons i don't quite understand because there's nothing in front of him but he he drives through this giant gate that's being hold held up by cobwebs and the gate falls on his comrade and dirty, rotten teeth uh, dies from that gate. He's so got, He's
1: got that old mouthful of Twizzlers. Haven't seen that in a while.
0: Yeah. And um, then Phil runs home. He goes up the stairs. As he's going up the stairs, you can see the grip in the upper left-hand corner as he rounds the corner. <laughs> take two Nah, you got it it's fine keep
1: going keep going let's
0: keep going it suddenly just starts to rain again i'm not sure why maybe it rained maybe i'm not sure what but the entire roof is slick and you have an impromptu fight between (laughs) billy and phil and phil never wins i think he might he might get three good slugs in He throws a trash can at one point that's half filled with water, and you can see the strain on his face, like he didn't expect it to be heavy. (laughs) Like,
1: oh, oh, what the fuck!
0: (laughs) And she just like backs him up towards the edge of that roof that you know (laughs) that we saw earlier, you know, and and (laughs) overlooking the one hundred and one.
1: And what do we get? What do we get, Patrick?
0: We get an obvious dummy, baby. He goes for a bear hug and she ducks and he goes over the side. Uh, And uh, the most obvious dummy. And it's made better by the fact that that dummy then hits a giant trash container. Bounces
1: right (laughs) off of it. I'm so happy.
0: And not a very human way. But (laughs) like, should we drag it back up to the top and do it again? No. No. This works, everybody. It works for me.
1: I I'm totally one of the three
0: directors that. on this picture, and I say it works.
1: I'm so I'm thoroughly convinced that an actual human body would do that. Keep going. Keep <laughs> going. Don't stop rolling.
0: <laughs> and
1: what more yeah. can I ask for?
0: Yeah. Now, um, are you
1: asking? And If you're wondering, surely they can't end the movie with Billy breaking Johnny's nose again. Oh, my friends. My brothers and sisters in Christ, you would, be, you would be mistaken. They do end the movie like that. Another wah-wah another moment in this, you know, lighthearted picture about a woman beating- Under
0: constant rape threat.
1: Beating rapists <laughs> and throwing them off of
0: roofs. And I, I'm, yes, there's another wah, wah. And she gives a false name so he doesn't know that it's her. And a nurse tries to stop her, and you're thinking, "Don't, don't, mm, don't do that." And <laughs> yeah, she breaks Johnny's nose again, and he's like, "I love you," and she's like, "Okay, I give this six months." Stops.
1: I, I feel like they should have like this did like the freeze frame, like like police squad, where where, <laughs> where there's like still stuff going on in the background. <laughs>
0: it's time it's time to choose our recommendation is watch this movie watch it it
1: like i said it's it does get into a a bit rapey but again it's not anything super graphic it's and and everybody that that, you know tries to attempts to rape someone pays for it Dearly. dearly dearly so yeah that you get that kind of satisfaction there
0: um, and it's available on Amazon Prime. It's available. I saw on Pluto on Freevee, which is what IMDb TV used to be. So you can you can watch this movie a number of ways, and it is well worth your eighty plus minutes. It's it's worth it. Uh, it's time to choose our own death venture, and that's where we decide of the deaths, and there are few and far between in this motion picture. Uh, which ones would we choose, or why? Up forbid! We have be a grandmother who stabbed in the stomach. We have um, fall fall out of a second story window of an abandoned warehouse and then get uh, crushed by a gate uh, driven by your own compatriot, or fall off of a uh, six or seven story roof and land on a dumpster and then hit the ground uh gina what say you
1: you know what i could i could use a I could use a nice rest I, I i think that that i'm going to be the uh the grandma just you know getting lightly stabbed in the in the midsection mm-hmm. and she also she, she's just kind of like oh and then you know Ugh. again like you know kind of sits down like her feet are hurting <laughs> and then we and then when you cut through and then when you cut through she just sort of like slumped over it's all right
0: yeah she didn't it's suffer. all right she, she falls asleep she never wakes yeah, back up again yeah that, she didn't she didn't I, suffer Right. Cause there's no way I'm taking a, a fall from from two stories, nevertheless, eight stories. Um, no thank you. I'm taking stab to the stomach and then take a a, a long, long lifetime is over nap. For sure.
1: <laughs> of all the movies we tell Alley Cat.
0: <laughs> Alley cat. I mean, <laughs> this movie is fucking hilarious. It, it just it's incompetent on Every single level. And it, it, none of it makes sense. It's just a joy ride of inanity. If you get to see it with a group, that's the way to do it. You know, um, it, it, we spoiled nothing from this yeah, movie. It, like
1: it's, it's charming in a very grubby way.
0: Right. It's, you know, made for $5 and uh, a 12-pack of donuts. It's just is ridiculous um but that that just about does it um you know you know all our socials and uh, hey do we have any new uh patrons that we need to shout out gina
1: we do uh it was a little quiet there but we kicked back up we have we're welcoming aboard um steven and jim so thank you very very much for that
0: Thank you very much. Uh, Happy to have you on board. Of course, uh, at the end of last month, we, we covered Halloween Resurrection as a commentary. And just at the end of this month in June, we will be moving on to a different Halloween timeline. This one being Rob Zombie's Halloween.
1: I guess we're looking forward to
0: it. Uh, you know, uh... Yeah, I mean, listen, 6 wasn't a treat, but it was fun to talk about. Resurrection, I felt like maybe we were going slightly insane. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Zombie's whole thing, I think, is going to be something else. Obviously, I don't think it's going to be high on the incompetence. He's a, he's a competent filmmaker. It's just that his aesthetics are something that I'm not super into on the whole. Like it's just not a for me sitch. So this will be, this will be interesting. This will be interesting is what I've decided. Yes. Um, But we're so thankful uh, for all of you helping us uh, keep the lights on here at uh, Kill by Kill. You make it free for everyone to listen to our main feed. We hope you are getting the most out of these bonus episodes. Next month uh, will be a listener's choice. One of you will, will, uh, from the $10 level will pick a movie for us to watch. And we watch it and talk about it happily and gladly. Uh, so many great choices being made by our listeners. So I can't wait for our next one. Um, that just about does it. Don't worry, folks. The body count will continue for myself and for Gina. Bye, everybody. Bye.